0: audio, I still remember that one fucking episode that I, I had no idea what that sound was when I was editing it. Then I realized, oh yeah, Oliver spent the entire time right there chewing on that plastic thing. So I try to hide it anytime I record. Now Pip has it.
1: Claywell mentioned that in the last episode you and I did that he wanted to ask where, uh, where we got the hog. If you notice, uh, like, the first little bit, I'm going... Oh, I actually wasn't paying attention. He's like, but I'm afraid that would be seen as mean, so I didn't give you that feedback.
0: You know, if you have your your nasty uh, snotness on your phone, you'll never get better, Jake, because you put your phone up to your face.
1: No, I don't. I always use speakerphone. Oh, yeah, because you're a douche. No. I mean, if I'm in public, I don't do speakerphone, but... The amount of people that call me whilst in public is very slim. Therefore, I have to worry not about it.
0: I find that whole thing a little bit shady. What do you mean? Oh, come on. You just said slim. You put oh. an emphasis on slam.
1: <laughs> oh, shit. Oh Yeah, pretty much. So, uh, yeah, I did tell you. Last night, I kind of broke the seal, but it was really funny hearing that we broke Miserys, uh, oh, Jeremy and measures? Jeremy.
0: Miserys?
1: Miserys? Oh, it probably doesn't sound any better considering I'm so stopped up. But And Jeremy did get a kick out of the fact that we now say Jeremy and Jeremy instead of Jason and Jason.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey, anytime I fuck up, I try to make it canon, so less likely to, under- to realize that I fucked up.
1: Yeah, dude, no, it was like, a good I don't time know, to see them.
0: I don't know, the last episode you are on when I accidentally said,
1: cut my dick off. <laughs> they changed their setup, like, they've got a table table, like, and then it's setting off toward the wall instead of, like, in the middle of the floor, but uh, it's a pretty good setup. Nice. Claywell, I can't remember if he had them last year or not, but has some of these sure microphones. Oh, yeah, he had some. Okay, I couldn't remember, but. Yeah. He had a couple
0: and then some just basic mics that we yeah. were using.
1: Yeah. So, no, it was a good time getting to see those guys last good. week. So. Or on Sunday, because it's only th- it's only Friday, so it hasn't even been a week <laughs> yet. But Is that why we're slammed? We
0: both recorded like less than a week ago?
1: Um, I don't know. Maybe. I always felt like I could probably record more than once a week depending on what it is. I mean, me and you, I could probably just see that as being a once a week kind of thing just, you know, cuz we tap out pretty easy. Um but um as in if I had say one or two other podcasts with different formats or different subjects, I could totally totally do that more than once a week.
0: Oh <laughs> hell. I personally I, but course, I could talk yeah. forever. Like, seriously, you know, the worst part about recording with Fran last week, right? When we got done, we started talking. We spent 40 minutes standing over there by my goddamn anime uh, cabinet talking. And then about f- another th- uh, 45-ish minutes upstairs arguing about Game of Thrones. Seriously, After we were done recording, we were just chatting shit for another hour and a half. we do
1: that sometimes, too. Of a two-hour
0: podcast, we then talked for another hour and a half. It went on longer than the fucking new
1: Avengers movie is going to (laughs) be. Dude, we had four hours of podcasting last year that we did with Jason and Jeremy, so... True, true. But, but, Jake,
0: the first bit is them having a normal topic that we could just, uh uh-huh, what? Uh-huh, yeah, for real, too. And then the last bit was us playing Super Fight. That's it. So it shut-off-your-brain kind of shit. you going to be a snotty boy today, ain't you? Probably. Yeah. And I would just like to thank Jake right now, even though he probably will start doing it now that I've said it. As much as he likes to make constant references to the show, he has not once made a, whenever he's sick, a fucking, uh, what? Oh, God, what? what? Apology tour? No. God, what was the name? of it? I just completely, like, uh, Sticky Shoes or whatever the fuck that fucking Friends thing when one, when the, uh, Lisa Kudrow's character got sick and sang the song about, like, some smelly cat or stinky shoes or something like that. God, am I misremembering?
1: No, so basically- like she got like this basso to her voice? So Smelly Cat was one of her typical songs. And yes, she got sick. And whenever she was performing, her voice sounded all raspy like this. And it gave her voice another dimension and kind of made it like more deeper and sultry. And then she became like super popular. And then whenever she got better, she was all sorts of
0: pissed. Every time you get sick, I expect you to make that (laughs) reference. Yeah, I, I uh, just always expect it. I guess it's because, much like the Chaozu death episode of Dragon Ball, if I saw an episode of, for episode of Friends, it was 80% chance that that was the episode.
1: That's pretty funny.
0: No, it's not. That's the problem. It's not
1: funny. <laughs> that's pretty funny, actually.
0: <clears throat> the show's not that funny.
1: Yeah, it is. Dude, this show totally holds up. Sure. True story. Uh, shit. Oh, dude, while you were at the DMV, I did start listening to the episode, and I totally laughed my ass off whenever you mentioned the Guthrie's being from Science Hill. Dude, that shit was funny, dude. Yeah, like the whole mountain thing's like, it's called Science Hill. Even though you spelled Guthrie's wrong, because it's not E R I E. Yes, it is. Is it? Yeah, I double-checked. The Guthrie is I-E. No, you put E-R-I-E. You put Guthrie. I think usually it's G U T H R I E. I could be wrong because it does happen. Damn it,
0: you're right. But you know what? Nah, I'm gonna leave it for one simple reason.
1: Redneck. If you ever were to say it, you wouldn't say Guthrie. You say Guthrie. <laughs> All right, you, I. <sighs> felt that out phonetically. Oh, all right? and also, you're not completely also, wrong. Also, I'd have to re-upload the episode if I want to fix it, so fuck you. You're not completely wrong about Cumberland because it is a region, but there is the Cumberland River before there was Lake Cumberland. I never so, cared enough. Yeah, but you were still right about yeah. it being a region. It's a region, not a... But it can yeah. also technically uh, Wayne County could be included in that region, so could Clinton County. Jake, I'm
0: not good with fucking places. Alright, be glad a- I fucking remembered there was a Lake Cumberland. Life.
1: Remember there's there was Cumberland Burnside College was
0: the name of the I can I couldn't remember Burnside. Okay? There was
1: there was Cumberland College, but now it's called College of the Cumberlands. Sure. Which I think it's in Is it Clinton it's one of, yeah.
0: It's in the Cumberland area though. Yeah, it's in that region.
1: Clinton that has a change. really
0: good comic shop though. It's built like Paul's Discount.
1: That doesn't it's change truly the fact weird. that your reference to, you know, that, that, that thing from Science Hill yeah. was fucking the Science hilarious. Hill, it
0: bit, like, I fucking was proud of myself, Jacob. I was proud. And then you were like,
1: I wish Jake was here to laugh at that, because <laughs> I totally would have. <laughs> All right.
0: So hello, and welcome to another episode of A
1: Brother Squirrel, that is Jake. That's Bob. I was expecting you to say, that's not Fran. <laughs> Nah She's not here enough Yeah that's true That's true
0: And Nicole's working herself to death So she can't
1: be on the show Dude she works so damn much Yeah Yeah And actually a friend of mine Hall he was gonna try to be on this one But his wife had to work today so But I told him like maybe in a couple weeks He can show up and do a guest appearance Since I have drill next weekend so Ah Yep, good times. <laughs> good
0: times. As you can tell, dear viewers, we're running on empty. All right. And Jake has had two sweet coffee drinks in him.
1: No, this one's not a sweet. That the eye opener is black coffee with uh, espresso. Jake. And then you put a lot of fucking cream and sugar in it. Not a lot. I put some in there.
0: And that is caffeine and sugar.
1: So yes, you had two sweet coffee drinks. I'm still fucking tired. Yeah. That was a good time we had last night. Though. Yeah.
0: Uh <sighs> yeah. Uh are some McRoy shows in Salt Lake and we went down to see. Good stuff, good stuff. Although I do wanna uh, I do wanna know how the look on your face when you realized it was gonna be multiple shows because you were tired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: it was I- like, yeah, with Schmanners and Sawbones, and you're just uh <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> well, still, all in all, it wasn't that bad because nah. I figured if it was starting at eight, I figured like 10 o'clock would be whenever it That's was. That's around, around when anyway, we hit so, out. Yeah. Yeah. So it all worked out in the long run because they started at 7 15. So, you know, it wasn't anything I wasn't already expecting. But yeah, I'm still exhausted, dude. <laughs> oh, I'll be God. excited to have like Saturday and Sunday with nothing to do. Right. Right.
0: right? I was half tempted to say, you know what? It's okay. We don't have to have an episode this week. 3-day weekend sounds great.
1: <laughs> yeah, I uh I still wanted to get one in because <clears throat> I did still want to talk to you so- about something before next week before you got me sick with all of whatever the fuck you have. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's sinuses, a cold or a mixture of the two, but
0: You were in a dude, you're in a dude tube, okay? You're just a tube full of
1: tons of people, so yeah, you you got sick. <clears throat> but um so, next Sunday, uh-huh. the final season of Game of Thrones premieres. Yeah. Which is why I kind of wanted to talk to you ahead of time. Because the one thing Hi, I buddy. wanted to talk to you in the theme of this past vacation week was reunions. And I want to know what reunion you're most excited for in Season 8. Because you've got Brienne and Jamie... They'll totally be reunited, Brienne and Tormund. So can you imagine Brienne, Tormund, and Jamie? That weird. Oh
0: God. Oh the the guy who thinks he's in the middle of a
1: love triangle, but isn't. (laughs) You're gonna have Arya and the Hound.
0: Maybe. Oh no! Wait, because yeah, he did. He did go off with uh, John. Yeah.
1: And then you have Arya and John, which is probably my That's favorite the one That's I'm the looking one forward to. That's the one I'm most ex- ex- excited Cause for. Because
0: I am looking forward to, because the whole point of last season, you have her just trying to be as stoic and mysterious as possible. And you can tell it's putting on airs. The moment she sees John, I want to see that shit just crumble. But. Yeah. With the writing that the show's had, they're not going to do that. They're going to say, oh, no, she actually is changed. She's a broken person now. She's not going to react. But she's not. They're she, probably going to do that.
1: But she's not really. I know she
0: isn't because they when don't it, know how again, to convey what they want. Mentioned
1: before, whenever we had this discussion, the way that she's still broken is whenever it comes to her family. Everything else, she's very kind of... um. Has that whole like a uh, faceless man aspect, but whenever it comes to her family, specifically John and Bran, I think those two, especially, that she has more of an affinity for. Um, yeah, let's see what other, um, oh, there will be the Sam and John,
0: that's gonna be kind of nice.
1: Dude, as I've been doing this rewatch, I realize how much I kind of really like Dollarus Ed. Which one was Ed? The uh the scrawny dude? Yeah, the shorter scrawny yeah. one. Yeah, the one that John makes.
0: Yeah, Lord Commander. Yeah. Even though you know it's a voting process.
1: Yeah. No, I, but I like Ed. Hey, if somebody Ed, comes dude.
0: back from the dead and
1: says you Luke, you now lead Yeah. Like you can't really say no. Right. Yeah, no, I, I really like Ed as a character because he, uh, even though it's focused more on John and Sam, I think he's just as important to John as Sam is in the long run, uh, even though it's not, you know, as pointed out. But
0: Indy yeah, was also, I think, dead in the books.
1: No, he's still alive in the oh, books. Oh, he is? Yeah, so oh. the show killed Pip and Grin, but they're still alive in the books.
0: Oh, yeah, they're just in different places. <clears throat>
1: Yeah, because in the show, they, they were, were told to go to the battle. Uh, the,
0: the fucking keep, hold the gate shit. Oh, that, I really wish that was shown. That fucking giant fight in the tight quarters. Because that it would be fucking terrifying as shit. Yep. Ugh. So I can think it was like, yeah, there's not much room to move. Like, yeah. But the whole the whole like the easiest way to get past the giant is when they go to swing because it takes them longer because they're further blood, they're bigger. it yeah. Takes them longer to move. But you know what isn't hard for a giant to do? Jab jab. Jab jab. Just jabs forward. You don't have to swing. You're fucked. He's in yeah. a tight space. He can't swing his arms. So what does he have? Rock 'em sock 'em.
1: Pretty much. Yeah. But no, I think John and Arya is probably the the big one for me. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Did Arya see? She didn't see Theon. No,
0: because Theon was gone. Yeah, he was already back with a sister.
1: And I don't think that's going to be so much of a reunion anyway. Because um, John's No, John hasn't seen Bran either, has he?
0: No. Because he's getting fucked so, on a boat. Boy, hell, it's going to be a while before he gets there, because he's on a boat right now getting fucked by his John
1: and John and Bran. I mean, I know most people will be excited because the whole exposition of story that will come tumbling forth, but I never saw Bran and John as close anyway. That's why you never really, really saw them, yeah. That's why I really want to see the John and Arya.
0: Yeah, because they were important. They were actively important and to each And number
1: two will be the Brienne-Jamie-Tormund triangle. Yeah. I hope they give get the opportunity to really to do some to showcase some of that. I Sexy really times. hope so, dude. I really hope so. But there will also be Tyrion and Sansa as a reunion. Oh, yeah. And Tyrion and Jamie, cuz remember Jamie actually says the next time I see my brother, I'll split him in half.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That one will be a good one.
0: But there's also a chance it'll go differently because he's finally done with the Lannister bullshit. And if anybody would understand, you know, why someone would, you know, kinslay, I think it'd be (laughs) Jamie, Especially with all the shit he would know. Like even if they bring up the, they might bring up the Taisha thing, the fact that yeah she did marry you, and that could be the end of Tyrion's story as he that was only he mentioned in the books goes, whenever he yeah. lets
1: Tyrion out. It wasn't mentioned in the show. Right? I know
0: because they were talking about you know, but which made no sense of why he was just so angry. Like she loved me. Like no, like in the book he full on knew Shay did not give two fucks. Yeah, in the book, shaded. It. it was a lie. Yeah. It was a lie. He was perfectly content to pay
1: for. Yeah, he was more pissed off at his dad's hypocrisy. I yeah. think more than anything. And she was just this, She was the embodiment, the the literal yeah. embodiment of that hypocrisy.
0: Yeah, that was that was pure rage. It's and like this motherfucker will of kill the trial. my
1: wife because she's a whore, and then he's doing this, and he's like, "Fuck you!" And fuck oh no, it him. didn't
0: kill her. Had everybody have at her and then have uh, Tyrion go last, which is, that's a soupy mess. To say the least. In the very least. Yeah. Yeah. Sirens. Or in the
1: end. (laughs) Boop. I'm 12. Slightly. But how do you think everything's going to play out, Bob? I thought we already did that predictions. Did oh, that was death predictions. Uh yeah. I mean if you again movie well, or I'm sorry, in the show universe. Yeah, how do you how do you see like these main characters? How do you see it panning out?
0: I see no world in which uh Cersei doesn't get supplanted. Because I'm sorry, she murdered a fuckload of people. She went full Ares Targaryen. There's no way she she makes it through because of the act she did. Maybe
1: we did slightly touch on this. But that was
0: deaths, death predictions. Right, uh, but
1: we did sort of end the death predictions because, of course, you know, we had Cersei and Jaime all dying, right? But here's my thing. Daenerys says she wanted to break the wheel. So does that mean she wants the Targaryens to stay back on top and period or to nobody have it and let the seven kingdoms be themselves, like rule themselves?
0: No, she's she's bit tyrannical. There's no way she'd. She wants I think she's going to rule because she's anyway, a Targaryen. So gonna yeah. She's, she's going to die. She's been told that Targaryens always rule. Blah, 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 blah. And I don't know
1: blah, blah. if it'll be because of the Azora High stuff or giving birth, but she's going to die.
0: I really hope nothing comes of the Azora High. Like they finally take a leaf out of Martin's book. Of all this hype, they did of the fucking prince who's promised the savior of of Raylor, you know the the original hero and all that bullshit. It all comes down to fucking nothing. Okay, this- and then and then Melisandre's left there alive, questioning like, but but Azor Ahai was supposed to come, and then Varys finally gets a little dig of you know prophecies are shit. And then she kills herself because she said she was going to die in that strange land, and that's how she does it. Her faith is completely crushed because there is no savior, there is no prince who is promised. It's just bedtime stories. Okay,
1: so because the way I look at this is, I wanted to ask you which one you thought was is more likely to happen: Azora High or something about the crypts playing a part? The Uh,
0: crypts can't, uh, because it was not established all that well. Okay,
1: but. That's why I started to realize I would answer myself in the show the show would do a Zora high whereas the book would do there's something about the Winterfell crypts yeah, that would be a key in to the success. Bolton's bloods.
0: <laughs> I know I made that joke, but fuck yeah. you I don't care you can't not but no uh, huh. it's all iced over frostbit blue
1: the crypts oh, shit.
0: Gotcha, <laughs> gotcha, bitch. But I,
1: uh, so I have a feeling the show will still use the Azora High stuff. It will, it will. I just hope that they. But would... here's the thing: they already know how it ends. They've had the discussion with Martin. So either that's what Martin had in his mind, because remember he's been quoted and with that excerpt that. That's hit the internet where it shows, you know, he sent this to all of these different or he sent this to his publisher. And it was like the first 13 chapters. And in it, he says, you know, he doesn't like to um, storyboard basically because he gets bored and he likes not knowing how everything's going to turn out. So whenever he had the discussion with the showrunners, he could have been like, OK, this is what I have in mind, but it still may not turn out that way.
0: Yeah and i with the books i'm really shooting for the for the i uh, everybody's been told wrong kind of ending to where yeah the wall was built for a reason but it was it was a a pact made between all of them the others would stay on their side you stay on there they just need they need to procreate which is the babies which is the wall babies you know castle black and all that shit uh, and yeah, that would be great. And be, since since uh, Queen Alisane, you know, stopped the Lord's right to the first night, uh, made them all abandon Castle Black, and set up the new gift to make to where uh, there is no actual people anywhere near the wall, near the Black Gate, to where they're not getting their people anymore. So that's why they're getting Craster's inbred babies, which is why the Night's Watch is allowing it. Because they know he's giving the others people, right? They know that it's causing their, uh, they suspect it's not a known quantity. It's a suspect that it's causing more others to be made, but they're allowing it. Why is the night's watch allowing it? Cause they're inbred babies. They're, their defective stock. And notice how after Craster's about 60. So you would be about 30, 40 years of doing this. It'd be around that time when you realized all the all the people that are all the people that are coming of age are a little fucking inbred. All right? They're a little bit Mount all all right? <laughs> so that's so. They start coming down south because the pact was broken and the 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 sub the the other plan they have they all got three toes and half of them are webbed. I mean, you can't have web toed others. They can't swim, okay? They try to and the lake freezes. Web toes mean nothing to them. So,
1: yeah. Well, even with web toes, at least they can carry two miles worth of chain. Fuck you in the <laughs> face.
0: We're not talking about this anymore. How about them dolphins, Jake? We aren't talking about that anymore. All right, Bob.
1: So we Is did it- watch the the Borderlands 3. Yes. Trailer, what you think?
0: I think I'm jaded.
1: Uh, hello 1999 called and said no shit, we've known this for 20 years.
0: Here's the thing, with this one though, I it was more of I remember that first one, all right? You had no rest for the wicked, blaring and it was really fucking well crafted. So
1: fucking good.
0: This one it was just eh like it looked like they were trying. Like the first Borderlands was just let's just say any old dumb thing. This felt like calculated dumb thing.
1: Well, because that's just that's I know that's the like brand, I said, jaded. so they're just I keeping know. the brand.
0: But when you like okay, okay, I have brand. to be zany. But when you feel like you have to constantly be zany, it feels boring. But but it's mo- it's mainly I just didn't get that visceral fuck yeah. It may still be a fun game. I'm not. I'm not putting, uh, because a lot of good people work there. Although, I found like I found out one of my f- Ooh, like this dude. I love his videos on YouTube. He was one of the main writers for Borderlands. He no longer works there, so it's one of those states where it's like, oh, it's probably where a lot of that really good subtle comedy went. But it may be good. At the very least, as long as the mechanics are good, because at the end of the day, Borderlands is a fun loot and shoot. It really is. I know, but it's going to be hard, really goddamn hard, to top or to make me f- because the 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 bar I have is Borderlands Two. That game was so well written; it retroactively made the first game's story better, which is true. Because it said, oh, yeah, that, that bullshit story in the first one was on purpose. It was all a play by Handsome Jack. That's great. And, Jake, I shit you not, I fucking cried I during Tiny Tina's fucking... Uh, a DLC where a bunch of people play fucking d d but it's a back-end way to fucking help her deal with the trauma. I just realized the door was open, so the fan was on. And the fan was on, so... Having to deal with the back-end trauma of her losing her best friend. That fucking ending. Like, dude, I actually have goosebumps still thinking about it. It is fucking phenomenal. That game is so fucking good. So, yeah, my expectations are that high, and I already know it's going to be a disappointment. So I'm not getting too excited about it. But I hope it's at least fun. Because, uh, well, you want to hear a fun story about Gearbox? Oh, wait, never mind. You didn't tell me your
1: thoughts on it. What's your thoughts? I'm not as jaded as you. I mean, like, look, I have this personal issue with trailers these days. Not just video game, but movie trailers. Where they feel that it's necessary to time action. With, like, the different synthetic beats. Yes. In a song. And. Let's see where it all was showing, of the,
0: like, one thing for two frames just because the beat was doing it. Yeah.
1: I mean, Call of Duty did it with all that bullshit dubstep. And, like, with the, the, what was it, Modern Warfare, where there was, like, some outer space shit that happened and all of that. Which was Call of Duty. <laughs> but. Not Martyr and Warfare, uh future what what Whatever. the fuck ever, The yeah. one with Kit Harrington. Advanced Warfare. Oh, was he? Yeah, Kit Harrington
0: that. was like the bad guy in it.
1: Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. And he fucking looked like Jon
1: Snow. Because <laughs> uh, they
0: mocapped him. They mocapped him when he was like bearded up for fucking Game of Thrones.
1: Okay. Pin, real quick. It was fucking funny that exchange between Ed and John whenever he came back to life. Where uh John told a joke or um, what was it? Ed said something like your eyes are brown. You know, I was afraid that they were going to be blue. You know, are you still in there? And John actually cracks a joke. I'm trying to remember what it is that he says, but it's blanking right now. And Ed is like, that's funny. Are you sure that you're still, John? <laughs> you know, and he even makes reference like future. He's like, "Uh, you know, I was always, oh, no, no, no. it was to Sansa. Whenever Sansa shows up at Castle Black and she's like, I was terrible to you. He's like, well, it didn't help that I just sat in the corner brooding, right? Yeah. Anyway, so we go back to all this. So that's why with trailers, they kind of annoy me these days because they do bullshit like that. And it's just a personal preference. Like, I get why they do it. There's people who will react to that. And, you know, because there is there's a certain... Not visceral, but there's a certain response that your body gives when, you know, it's seeing something like that. Something's in sync, right? So there's automatically a certain response that you have, okay? To me, it's just fucking annoying, right? I might have had that response the first time I saw it. I'm like, oh, hey, cool. They, you know, they sync that shit up. But now it's just been beaten to the ground. And I'm like, oh, would you fucking stop and just do something worthwhile? Hopefully, hopefully it's because that was like the teaser for it, although
0: the teaser for the first one was just that music video. Yeah. The te- and then the second one, they did the same thing to where they just did that intro. Yeah. With, with a train Which, fucking heist intro. While we, were watching, intro. That, while we uh, were
1: watching that, that's what went through my mind, was that that's going to be the intro for the I third. I hope
0: it. No, no, it can't be. It can't be. I fucking, you fucking better not be. Because yeah, uh that's a good thing about it. It actually, you know then when you realize that oh, that's part of the thing. Like in the first one you realize that they were attacking the train that was take or the bus that was taking you to fucking the the starting zone. It's like, oh shit, that's cool. Yeah. Then like the train thing is, well, the
1: first level is the train derailed. Great, grand, beautiful. Uh I'm interested to see where the story will go just because the way everything plant the way everything played out in the first two games, I'll be interested to see how that plays out. Um Actually, in that trailer, the thing that I appreciated the most was the typed out heart emoji. You, because it greater... used
0: the the vault symbol and then just
1: No, where it was the greater than and then the three. Yeah, which if you were just typing out a heart, right? But if you think about it, since it's Borderlands yeah. three, that's
0: what I to where it was like the vault symbol plus oh, three, yeah. and then it. Yeah, yeah. But it's the, it was the vault symbol that they just turned on its side. I was like, "Yeah, that, that was good." I had that the was exact the best same part thought. of the trailer. Yeah, the, the same thought, is like, "That was really cool." Yeah, yeah. What? I'll give it that. Do you want to hear something awesome about Gearbox? What? So Randy Pitchford is in a bit of hot water because, well, they're in the middle of a giant fucking back and forth because I think it was their CFO and his who was his best friend got. Shit, cancel their giant lawsuit, and in this lawsuit, it was brought up that Randy Pitchford is such is so bad with the company's i uh, see uh protection protecting the company's interests. He once had a flash drive full of sensitive documents and a shitload of porn that he just put on that fucking company flash drive that he lost. At a Medieval Times in
1: Austin, Texas. You can't make this shit up. Dude.
0: And the greatest thing is, when this came out, he was saying that porn. Oh, I'm sorry. Magic tricks. Porn and magic tricks. Because it, to him, it was reference material for, a, for a, a game they were working on. And also, he was trying to figure out how the magic trick worked. As much as stupid shit as Randy Pitchford, because Randy Pitchford in the industry is not a very liked person because he will, he's worse than Peter Molyneux because he will lie straight to your face and then tell you you're full of shit when you say he lied to you. Peter Molyneux will just lie and when you bring it up, like, but we have a new game we are talking about. It would be a beautiful game. It'll be the best game, it'll be better than the last game. It's like, yeah, but what about the time? He's like, it'll be better than the last game. And then the game comes out, and of course, it's shit because he overpromises fucking everything. That man, Kickstarter ruined Peter Molyneux, Jake, because it was a with Kickstarter it's like, okay, we're gonna have these stretch goals. If we get to this, we'll do that. If we get to this, we'll do that. It's nothing but a game of promises. And you give fucking Peter Molyneux a website to where people pay you to give them a promise that you're not going to deliver on. It was ridiculous, and people finally started calling him out on his shit. And he was just like, "I am leaving the game industry." He's like, "Well, but you're leaving because they find like the whole world saw your shit this time, not just the gaming community. Because I, uh, you remember like the Fable cycle? the f- The next Fable game will be the best game in the world. Yeah. Game comes out." Game sucks. The last game was not that great. The next one will be the greatest game in the world. Game comes out. Game sucks. Last game was not that great. Next game was the greatest game in the world. It's on rails.
1: <laughs> it's
0: a fucking... It's a, it's a railroad shooter. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, seriously, Fable 2 sucked. Fable 2 was horrible. The first two weren't that good. At least three had something fun. Because one... You're just left with the, like the big moral quandary of you could be good or evil. It's up to you. It all comes down to throw your sister into the pit, into a demon pit, to get an awesome sword, or don't. The second one, the choices are made for you. There's no real choice. The third one, at least, is good because the whole thing is overthrowing the monarch who's uh, corrupt. Which and one evil. is it
1: that has like the maroonish cover? probably
0: 3. Uh and 3 is there the there's a despot ruling the world. And when you when you fucking defeat him to become the new king, he fucking tells you that he had to be there is a horrible thing coming in like a year and he had to prepare for it. Like the world will end if he does not get enough Money, enough fucking resource, enough money to pay for warriors, enough resources, enough fucking power to get those warriors. Without that, the whole world's going to end. And then he basically says, okay, now you're the king. Try to keep everybody alive and dies. So now you're set You're set here trying to fucking consolidate power and you're worked like shit. Yeah. The game is the ending of the game is so much easier if you're evil because you tax and tax and tax who gives a shit what people want. It is incredibly hard if you're perfectly benevolent. The truth is somewhere in the middle. You need to ta- you need to raise taxes for points. You need to make hard choices. The third one would had a really good end game, but it was a boring long end game. <laughs> but he finally got it right. Molyneux finally got the whole It's your story thing right because you had that choice to make. You have to make that choice. Are you going to be evil just to make it easier on you? Are you going to be good and suffer the consequences of it? Are you going to try to find a good balance? For once, after three, after two failures of a game, he finally realized how to make the game, and it was the one he talked about the least.
1: Just tell you the something. one with the maroon cover was Fable 2. But Fable 3, I get the 2 and 3 mixed up in my head. Two because 2 is just because it hasn't been, it's been so long since I've played either one of them.
0: It's easy to remember because here's the thing about 2. You can beat the game by not touching your controller. Because the final choice, of course, it's just a choice. It's a dude. You're sitting in a fucking room. The, the big boss, you're sitting in a room. You have to press one of three buttons, kill one of your people or kill him. And you could just sit there and the guy, the Jack character, the, the, you know, the rogue, the rogue archetype, cause you'll have a warrior archetype, a, uh, a magic archetype and a rogue archetype who, uh, who help you out throughout the story. If you do nothing, he'll just teleport behind the guy and slit his throat. The end Game over. Oh, and hey, shot your dog. The end. It's so boring. In the first... Yeah, the, the the whole fable system was bad. It was not done that well. But at least three had a good story hook in the ruling the kingdom thing. You could also get herpes. <laughs>
1: That's right. I forgot about that.
0: You know what's hilarious? Uh, I married a hooker and made her the queen. <laughs>
1: It seems like I've done something similar.
0: Just, just because I thought that'd be hilarious, because I knew you were going to rule, I was like, you know what? Fuck 'em! Like I want, like I was hoping people would gristle about it. I was like, I want to fucking hear people make comments about that. And then I'll turn off safety mode and shoot them in the face. <laughs> Do like the supercharge up on a rifle, <laughs> looking right at. It, I'll just pack, <laughs> then turn back on. <laughs> turn off friendly fire.
1: <laughs> uh that's pretty funny
0: yeah it was a fun it was a fun it had fun moments it had fun moments i'll give it
1: that yeah
0: oh my god what is it now oh, how is that people fucking bug me more now that i have oh okay then thank you the tick season two is now live I love that show. The Ticket was a great show. The new one is great too. I loved all iterations. The cartoon is phenomenal. <laughs> the Patrick Warburton show is pretty good. And this new one with uh Peter Serafinowicz, Serafinowicz, wow, I can remember his name.
1: Is fucking grand.
0: Huh. Yeah. Good joke. So Jake, do you have anything else in your tank?
1: Shit, no, dude. I know,
0: we're just I'm sorry, y'all. We're going to go ahead and call it today. We, This
1: isn't the, the greatest of episodes you'll ever have, but it probably won't be the worst. It's def- No, because I think episode two is still up there for worst. We had a lot of bad episodes.
0: Only none of them did you shoot snot all over my floor.
1: <laughs> probably.
0: I've been seeing like a projectile, like a cone of snot, just... <laughs>
1: So th- At least it's not towards you. True.
0: So that is about a gonna do it for this episode of A Brother Squirrel. We would like to thank you all for listening. Enjoying our time and Jake having a wad of Kleenex just right up his nose.
1: Right on my table. It's alright, it's a blanket, it can be washed. Yeah, but we both know it ain't gonna.
0: <laughs> nope y'all want to i what's the word you do this outro more than i do
1: i y'all can find us on the old twitter machine at abq podcast wow
0: abq (laughs) okay jake jake okay i'll do this all right you can
1: find us on the twitter machine at abq podcast capital a capital e capital q podcast probably (laughs)
0: Rate and review us on iTunes if you don't mind. Uh, subscribe with your favorite pod thingy thingy that catches pods.
1: Like yeah. iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Podbay. And rate and review on iTunes. Poor favor. Yeah.
0: That's how I started it, Jake.
1: <sighs> All right. All right, at y'all. At least they get a double dose.
0: Until next time, we here at A Brother's Quarrel would like to remind you that no one ever truly wins an argument. Especially whenever you have little sleep
1: come back from vacation and still have a bunch of shit to do and still haven't had a day off so i'm going to enjoy this weekend
0: whoa whoa